So I had another vision. Excuse me. A couple hours ago and in this vision you know I want to you know definitely say and state that you know these visions might not all be even worth mentioning they may not all be they may not all mean something important but I do think that it's something to learn from each and every single last one of them whether the visions are important or not whether it's just you know the devil playing tricks on me just a lollygagging vision to make me feel like there's something to know from that or learn from that and it's ultimately just not or whether it's like you know really a a vision from god that i need to discern and apply now i've been praying to the lord for wisdom and discernment and lately my prayers have been consistent but i'm going to start switch my prayers up like i did at one point i started i mean at one point i was praying different prayers every single day they were never the same they were never the same and the one thing that that's laying that's sitting on my heart that won't go away is that god doesn't want to pray that he doesn't want us to pray the same repetitive prayers over and over again that doesn't get through to him he doesn't he doesn't hear that he hears it but he doesn't he wants us to make he wants us to be creative with our not be creative with our prayers but just our prayers need to be different they need to be effective they need to be new they can't be the same prayer every single day he'll get bored with our prayers and then you get bored with god because then you start getting the same energy that you're putting in and i think that you know that can mean two that can mean more than one thing you know if your prayer is the same prayer is consistent you can get a consistent you know a consistent growth a consistent stable relationship with god but honestly the only way to truly get that and because god is always growing us and he's he's he wants us to grow every single every single day every well every single time you pray he wants us to be constantly growing so that's why your prayers have to be constantly growing they can't be the same so that's the one thing that's been on my heart and now i'm you know feeling like i'm getting too used to this prayer and also i feel like the witches the warlocks the you know the demons and the different demonic entities are getting used to this prayer to the point where they're actually building up defenses i know that when she comes and prays she's going to pray this same prayer and each and every single time she pray it it's going to get weaker to me i'm going to be able to build up some type of block or shield to this prayer it becomes ineffective and you have to make new prayers every single day you have to catch them off guard because what you don't understand is your your prayers they're your that's your warfare lord that's your fight that's you fighting that's you you know on the battlefield that's how you fight on the battlefield so when your prayers are the same it's just like fighting the enemy with the same moves every time eventually it's going to be is it's going to become like the enemy is you know he he knows when you're gonna swing that right. He knows when you're gonna swing that left. He knows when to duck. He knows when you're gonna sing, when you're gonna send an uppercut. 
because it's the same moves every single time. I remember when I used to play video games. I'm going to use this reference even though I don't agree with video games. I don't play them anymore. But um, when I used to play video games, anytime I used to be in some type of UFC game or um, Grand Theft Auto, any type of game that require fighting. All the way back to Nintendo 64 game, Nintendo 64 days when, you know, I forget the name of the game, but it was um, a fighting game. And then PlayStation 2 had the Def Jam fighting game. I don't know. what the, I forgot the name of them. But anyways, I used, to, I used to do the same moves. I used to use the same moves over and over and over again until I won. And the funny part about it is the majority of the time, I would win because I would just... I would just keep tapping the button. I would never let up off the button to the point I didn't give the other the other person a, a chance to actually hit me back. But ultimately, the person who is using different moves and know how to knows how to work the remote control better, they're going to win. They're going to win a tournament. You might win that fight, but they're going to win a tournament. So, it's about learning what you have, learning how to use it, knowing you know not being ignorant you can't use the same moves over and over again because you're not going to win the ultimate battle you have to be fresh you have to catch them off guard you might say that's not a fair fight you could fight fair and still win but you still have to know what you got and you have to know how to use it correctly you have to educate yourself on everything that you have and know how to use it in every possible way if possible so when I say if possible, that means you have to access whatever knowledge, whatever information you can access. Now, it's not your fault if it's some information you ain't have access to, you know, you didn't you don't make excuses. But if it's genuinely some information that you just got introduced to, there was no way you could have ever had access to that then. Or you, you find out later that it was, that it was there, but you, there was no way for you to have access to that. It's not your fault. But you have to master whatever it is that you have access to, whatever it is you can get access to. You have to master all of that. You have to know how to use it in so many different ways. Like, you, ha- you know, people who are playing this video game all the time, they have all these different combinations. They, they know how to use the... They actually know that it's a whole board and they master the combinations. And then they go on inter- they go on the internet, they find all these combinations that's not even necessarily on the game to find. Like it's all these different people out here with all this different information. You have to get out there, you have to expand your mind, you have to access it, you have to master it so that you know what you have and you have to and also learn how to do it yourself. Like I always was the one who wanted to feel like who wanted to be able to figure out new combinations. Figure out how to do different things. Because the fact of the matter is God is the creator of the game. He's the creator of the board. He's cre- He's the creator of everything your place. He's the creator of the arena. So he knows what's possible and what's not. He knows everything. But you, being the creation, have access to this information not all, maybe not all of it but if you keep working hard enough i don't see why he would keep anything from you so that being said
Excuse the hiatus, as you can probably hear my background is raining, storming really hard. I had to close my window. So, you being on the arena and God being the creator of the arena, pretty much you have to learn all of the different combinations, all of the different possibilities, all the different information that you can so that you're not ignorant. You know, like the back of your hand and use it to your to the best of your ability. That is how you minimize losses. That's how you prevent the work. That's how you prevent, you know, suffering. Pre and when I mean suffering, you prevent things, you know, not going. You prevent not winning or, or anything affecting you or hurting you. And that's what it's like fighting the enemy. I mean, ultimately, you need Jesus. And when you do, what you don't know, God, Jesus fills in. Ultimately, if you don't know anything, Jesus will be there for you regardless, helping you. But that doesn't mean that's, you know, at the... That, mean, that doesn't mean you'll be void of suffering. If you want to minimize suffering as much as possible, you need to learn. You need to educate yourself. You need to... Take advantage of the information out there. Because the more you know, the more you grow. The more you know, the more you win. The more you know, the more you're able to do. The more you know, the more effective you are. And as long as you're ignorant, I'm not saying that because you're ignorant, you always lose. Because that's definitely not the case. Just was there in all of my ignorance educating me. And even, even whatever I wasn't able to, you know, find out, I wasn't willing to learn when I had a stubborn heart. He was still there filling in the gaps for me. That's how merciful and gracious he is. He loves us that much. That doesn't mean that I couldn't minimize a lot of my suffering by educating myself as much as possible. And I genuinely believe the reason why he was mostly... Not mostly. I genuinely believe that, you know, it took for me to want to even ha know that information. It wasn't my fault that I didn't necessarily know it. But as long as I wanted to know it and wanted to grow, he was allowing me that he was being my shield while I got to the, af the information, while I fought to access it. But if you're not even trying, he can only protect you so much. You have to try. So... That being said, you know, I had a vision, which is maybe not that, not super, not directly, you know, reflective of what I just said, but I, it may have something to do with it. I know God is, is bringing us in together. God is tying us all together. But in this vision, I was first, you know, out and about just hanging out like I used to and I used to just ride around you know with friends and, and cars and we used to stop places go different places do different things and then ultimately 
wind up somewhere where everybody's hanging out and stuff. And this is where we was at. It wasn't home. But for some reason, it just doesn't feel like at this time we have a home. But I know that we do. Because, you know, well, first of all, I always have a home in Jesus. But this wasn't our home. But we were kind of just camping out there. And I'm not saying we're homeless because we're not homeless, but we're just travelers. We're travelers. And so we're camping out here. And we stopped somewhere to get food. And a lot of my visions have been reflective of stopping to get food, like, or getting food or eating or being around a buffet. And it's like, I don't always eat. I don't always, you know, have access to the food, but I'm always thinking about food. I'm always thinking about food. And it's not, I don't think it has anything to do with weight or anything like that. I think it's just like, God is, I feel like God is trying to tell me something that, you know, maybe I need to, I'm idolizing food. You know, and, you know, a lot of kings and queens, I feel like I, when I read the Bible, I feel like he's pointing that out. A lot of kings and queens really did, you know, go to hell for that because they were gluttonous and they were drunkards. They idolized food. They put food over God. It's literally in the Bible. Don't idolize food. So I try to be careful with that. I don't idolize food, but I just, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm not fighting as hard to fast. Like literally in the season I'm in with the enemy attacking every single little thing that I do, he is fighting me like life or death not to fast. So, honestly, I usually eat only one meal a day, and I'm fasting any other time. But lately, I've just it's just been getting like it's like inching in towards towards more and more and more, and less and less, you know, fasting, less and less fighting for fasting, and he's trying to sneak it past me. And so. I'm trying my best to focus on it, but I'm realizing that also there's kind of like this energy where it's like, you go, no, you go, you move, no, you move, you bust a move, no, you bust a move. And that's how I feel like I'm with him. Like, I'm just, we're just both just like, you know, who's going to jump and die for it first. And that's on everything. So, you know, I'm, I was feeling like I need to kind of like, because he's placed me in such a I'm sure a lot of people say no that's not what you do you fight for whatever but because I'm placed in such a position that I'm literally having to wait it out a little bit I have to wait it out a little bit like to the point where I've literally I can't say I've done everything I possibly can do but I've tried so hard I'm trying so hard I know that Okay, so simply put, I know that this is a tactic of him. He wants to wear me out and, and make me use up all my energy to the point where I say it's no point in trying anymore and I just give up. He's trying to overwork me. He's trying to pull every little thing I have left out of me so that when I use it all up and I I, I didn't fought so hard for the smallest things that weren't necessarily important now the big things come and i don't have the energy for it i don't have the spirit for it but the real the realization is that jesus will never let that happen jesus is always going to restore you he's always going to rebuild you he's always going to build your strength up but that's why i feel like jesus is calling me to not fight as hard for these small things 
I'm fighting so hard for these things because I'm like, I can't let him get the small things because ultimately he'll just try and move in on the bigger things. And then he'll try to, you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. And that's true. But Jesus, like, just sit, you know, just know. You can't keep fighting him about the smaller things. He's just trying to use up your energy. If you use up all the, the good energy, all the good fight for the small things, when the big things come, then he knows it'll be, you know, easier pickings. And that's why you have to, you have to sit it out a little bit. You have to, you don't, you don't have to let him take anything, but you also, you know, if, if you know that it's not as important not allow that but just don't let it affect you because he knows what he's doing he knows that he's not really getting anything out of these out of this only what you put into it to keep it and it's not and and i'm not saying it's worth not worth keeping because if it were not worth keeping you wouldn't even be fighting for it it's just that it's a matter of What's more important, your energy, your spirit, and, and to keep the fight going. Like when you're, when you know you have to run, you know, miles, when you know you have to run a marathon, you don't start off sprinting. You don't start off sprinting, you jog. Then maybe when you get towards the end, you have to pace yourself. Pace yourself. And that's what I feel like the Lord is telling me. Pace yourself. Don't fight so hard for these small things unless you're going to maintain it. Because the main, the, the, the main thing about it is the enemy is trying to make you use up the best of your energy now. When boxers box, the main thing that they do, I mean, if you come in hot, you know, towards the end of the, you know, toward, when it gets to the third round, all your energy is going to be spent. As far as... But also there's a there's also this understanding like a true athlete, you know, trains a true athlete trains so that they're able to maintain a good fight even towards the end. They're able to finish strong. You have to train so you finishing strong. But ultimately that requires being able to pace yourself and knowing what you're capable of. And even if ultimately you end up having to fight the hardest from start to finish you had to have trained and you had to have pushed yourself to the limits each and every single time to know that you know you have to push yourself to the limits even when you're training so that you know that this you you never know what you're truly capable of until you do it but I hope I'm not sounding all over the place because really what I'm saying is that Ultimately, I I believe in God so much. I trust God that regardless if I do spend my energy, ultimately, I know that he's going to bring it all in. He's going to reel it all in together. When it comes down to it, I'll never truly know my true energy or my true uh, capability or my true strength until I get there. That might be hitting. But that doesn't mean that during the fight, during the war, I don't have to pace myself. I don't want to pass out of exhaustion. I don't want to give up, give in in the middle of the fight. I want to make it to the end so that I can access that strength. Also, And also, I also want to say that on the other end of that, that also when I get to that point where I feel like passing out might be when I access that strength I never thought I had. And that's why it's a yes and a no for everything. It's a yes and a no. That doesn't take away from the fact that I know I need to pace myself. And it also doesn't take away from the fact that... um. 
regardless, you know, and giving my all, even for the little things, ultimately that may help me access a new strength I never knew I had. So it is okay to push your limits. So I'm just filling it out. I'm just trying I'm just trying my best to do whatever it is I can and trust in God that no matter what it is I decide, I'll be okay. And that ultimately is the truth. Because if you saw the position I was in, you know, last year, it didn't look like I would ever be here. But ultimately God brought it all around. Even as far left as it seemed as it was going, he made it right. So, I I trust him. That's what I'm saying. I trust him. But still, you know, in trusting him, you have to see why it is he has you in certain situations. So, if he's still allowing me, you know, he's allowing the enemy to attack me for small things. He's allowing the enemy to never let up. Then that means... Clearly, there's something for me to learn from it. And I think that, you know, what I can see so far is that I maybe need to pace myself. I don't need to fight as hard for the smaller things. Save that energy for the big things. That means knowing when to fight and knowing when not to. Pretty much, I don't know poker. I've never played poker, but knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. That's what it is. So, anyways, in my vision... We were stopping at food places, and then we got back to this place. And when we got back to this place, it was, like, people who were, like, um, kind of, like, in the industry. But they were, like, lightweight big names in the industry. They weren't A-list. I don't know. I don't like using those terms. But they weren't, like, the top names in the industry. But they were around the top names in the industry, and they were kind of, like, right underneath them, if not in the middle. And they were a little bit more than the middle, but also it kind of ranged. So it's like some that were right in the middle, some that were above the middle, some that were right below the middle. And they were like, it was kind of like a range. And like, we were just hanging out, we were hanging around. And I remember like, I had some food, I brought some food in, we had a full day. Like, we had stopped at a bunch of different places. It wasn't just about the food or anything. It was just, we had done a lot of stuff. We had we was kicking it all day. And I had some food. I brought the food in, and, like, for some reason it's ice cream, but it, it's not melting. Like, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm kicking it for, like, I feel like it was, like, 30 minutes to an hour. My ice cream still hadn't melted. Like, it was waiting on me. But I have this food or whatever. Then I then um, we're listening to a whole entire radio show. Is this radio personality? I remember her from growing up, and I guess this is what she's doing with her life now. And she's kind of with a big name on the radio. And so like she's like she's finishing up her show or whatever. And then that's when, you know, when she gets off or whatever. You know, I'm with a couple people. I I hung around, and it's kind of like we're all hanging around like we're girls. And the only guy there is my brother, and then the guy who was also on the radio show with the with the person I remember growing up and then and he's like the kind of like the big name a little bit and so a girl she gets off the radio I remember picking up you know like it was like a I think it was some food I think it was some food and like I don't know why but it just felt like oh no it's okay if you take that but also at the same time like you don't know who that is so like I remember picking up some food or whatever but it was kind of sitting around for a minute and like Nobody even like touched it, and I didn't. I didn't touch it. It was sitting there for a minute. I was eating my food that I actually brought, 
And then, um, I don't know, I guess I ate it. And then, like, I actually transferred, like, my, it was some ice cream. I transferred my ice cream into the casing of it. And, like, I remember, like, at first it was, like, everybody's cool. Everybody's talking about, you know, different stuff, just kicking it, hanging out. But then, like, something happens where it's, like, you can't feel it. Like, they're, like, first we all cool and everything is cool. It's not, it's not, it's not even, like, super cool. Like, I'm not necessarily with them. I'm kind of just there. And it's, like, I'm the reason why I'm not necessarily with them is because, like, I don't know. They kind of shady. Like, I can't really trust them. If I was to really hang out around them, like, you know, the different stuff that they're doing, they're, they're kind of like, you know, clout chasers. They're clout chasers. And so it's like, if I'm not going along with the clout, you would turn against me too. So I'm kind of like not with them. I'm just like not even cool like that. But I'm cool. I can be cool with anybody. Everything is cool when you're cool. But when you do that clout chasing stuff, like I'm cool. Like I'm not with, I'm not. Like, I'm not about to be associated. Not even I'm not, not about to be associated with that. It's not even about that. It's just about the fact that you switch. You're switching, like, night and day. And so, I'm over here hanging out, just kind of doing me and just, like, not bothered by nothing that they're doing. They're kind of being shady. Like, first they're being like, oh, no, we good. We cool with you. Then they're, like, being, like, talking and saying little shady stuff. But the funny thing about it is whoever is with me, my brother's with me, but it's, I don't think it's him talking. Like, he's just cool. He's just there. But um, whoever it is that's defending me, that's the only time they act like they're on my side because they're clout chasers. It's like whenever this person is not defending me or whatever this person feels like, oh, they're going whatever. They're, they're pretty much just going along whatever he says. So this person is switching like night and day, but I can't get rid of this person. This person is kind of just attached to me and very annoying and just like jealous, super jealous and just super obsessed. And I can't shake this person, but I'm, I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on shaking this person. And I can't help that, you know, but ultimately this person can't beat me. And so they're just hanging around to try and sabotage whatever it is or try and, you know, try and beat me down. They're trying to get me to a level where they can beat me because they can't beat me at the level I'm at. And they're just hanging around 24-7. You know, it's like somebody's hanging around you 24-7, criticizing everything you do to try and make you feel lesser than. Try and make you feel, you know, try and berate you. That's what this person is doing all day. And just trying to exert, like, just trying to make it seem like with everybody else, I'm going to turn everybody else against you. And I'm going to make sure everybody else is, you know, helping me and on my side. Um... And against you and you're you're going to get tired of fighting. You're going to have to let me win or, or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. They just they want to win so bad and they're trying to turn everybody else against me. And it's kind of unfair that just because this person just wants to win, you know, just wants to beat me that everybody else is just going along with it. But at the same time, they're choosy. They're picky and choosy. So I really don't care whose side they're on because it's like you don't stand for nothing. But. Ultimately, you know, they're picky and choosy when this person and this person is so flip floppy that like half the time they're like whenever the the person just loves to bother. So I don't know what it is. They just do you know somebody's personality that's like, for example, they're like, I'm going to berate you. But then when somebody else, if somebody else tries to berate you, sometimes I'm going to be like, yeah, that's what I wanted to happen. And other times I'm going to attack them for berating you because who do they think they is talking about you? 
like trying to defend the very person that you're trying to tear down. It's kind of it's abusive. It's narcissistic. But it's like at the same time, I'm unaffected because I realize that the only reason you're doing this is because I'm the kind of person that is not going for that. So I'm standing my ground and I'm not about to allow it to happen. And ultimately, like, you know, it takes being very, 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 very patient because this person is trying to wear you out. This person is trying to wait you out. So it takes being very patient. So that's what I'm trying to do. But um, it's so frustrating because it gets to the point where it's like you're trying to brainwash me. You're trying to condition me to being used to you being used to your disgusting attitude and disgusting character. But it's not happening because if anything, you're going to get used to me. I don't know how this works. I don't even want you to get used to me. I just want you to get lost. But you're not about to make me get used to you. You're going to have to ultimately make room. Make room. I don't know what it is you are used to. I don't know what it is you think you're about to do. I don't know who you think you thought who who you thought you had or what you think you you're doing. But you're going to make room. You're going to move over because I don't know why you think that you're about to come and do whatever it is you thought you were about to do in my life. Say that for somebody who wants that. But you're and it's like this person is forcing themselves on me, forcing it like to the point where they're like, you know, you're going to allow me to act like this. You're going to accept this. You're going to accept me treating you this way. Like who the who do you think you are? Really, who do you think you are? And why do you think that's why do you think that that's what's going to happen? Why do you think I'm going to let you do that? And since they can't do it alone, they're turning everybody else against me and just kind of using everybody else. And these and everybody doesn't even know this is what they're doing. Usually it comes off of it. Com- it happens with people being bribed or lied to or tricked. Pretty much just used like they don't even know they're being used. Or. Attracted by clout. It's like. If you don't go along with it, you're going to be with the, the people who are, you know, the corny people. We're going to push you to the side. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. You're not going to be able to be in this room or in this area or in this or around these type of names. So you better do what I tell you to do. It's kind of like how saying works. So um, they're trying to control me like that. And I'm like, you must lost your mind. I don't answer to Satan. I answer to the Lord. And clearly, you know that that's why you're attacking me. Because if I was answering to Satan, you probably would be cool with me. You probably would like me. But you don't like me because you know that who I answer to, the Lord Jesus, is the winner. The real winner. Not even It's not even that. It's more so like, you're jealous. You're jealous. You wish that, you know, I don't know what to, how to, what to call it. Like, you just wish... You can't stand. You can't stand I'm on the right side. You can't stand to see how good it's going for me over here. You can't stand to see, you know, me being happy and at peace with life and not having to be as angry as you are and as, you know, unhappy as you are. And you just can't stand it. And so you want me to somehow end up like you or worse. Like, I don't know. Just seeing me is a reflection of everything you're not. And you hate it. And that's what it is. And so the person is kind of just there. 
And so, you know, then that's when, like, everybody, like, they're being flip-floppy. First, they're, like, kind of like, oh, yeah, she's cool. But then whenever this person is like, what did I say? That you're not on her side? She's not cool? And then they'll start attacking me. It's so corny. It's so corny. And, like, it's funny because, like, they, this person is so used to that. This person is, this person loves being able to do that, I think. But until they met me, they love being able to do that until they met me. Because now when they see me and see that I'm not going for that, they know that every time I see them doing it, I'm like, that is so corny. That is so weak. I can't believe weak people like this exist. And there's so many of them. These be the same people who claim they stand for. You don't stand for nothing. You fall for anything. And they're falling for anything. Like, do you know what it's like for somebody? Like, it's kind of like the little, um, the, the, the bullies, like extras, the bullies extras. When it's like the bully is like, you know, picking on somebody when they're picking on somebody, the person is like, actually, like, like, have you ever seen, have you ever seen like any type of bully show, bully movie, whatever, when it's like the bully, the group of bullies and the one one of the group of one of the people in a group of bullies who are like the dummies they always classify them as the extras the dummies that person is like oh yeah that's cool and then soon as the bully nudge i'm like what do you mean it's cool because the bully is jealous um they'll be like i mean no it's not i mean i hate that i mean did i say it was cool i didn't no i didn't mean it was cool no that's what they're doing and i'm just like but it's like in a more like believable way. But it's so corny. So every time I see it, I'm like, that is so weak. I'm so glad I'm where I'm at. I am so glad, you know, I'm who I am. I would hate to be you. And the person is just like, I'm going, I need you to, I need you to fall under, under my pressure. I need you to fold underneath my pressure. And I'm just like, no, like that's not happening because like you can make it look like that. You can pretend that's what's going. You can, you know, lie and do all the stuff you're doing all out of your way to make it seem like it's, it's going that way. But ultimately that's not how it's going. You know that it's not going like that. Otherwise you would have been left me alone. But regardless of anything, the person won't let up. And, like, I'm just like, well, you know, you're just going to be here, you know, learning something. Because you need to. You need to learn something. Clearly, you are happy. You don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to, you know, be you. You don't know how to. Well, I don't know. You need to make other people feel not. You need to put other people down and make yourself feel better. And that's just the clearest sign of unhappiness and for me i don't even want to care about it so i'm just like whatever it's not even like i'm fighting them all the time it's just like they're fighting me literally so so while i'm minding my business this person is just setting up all kinds of scenarios so you might say why do i say all that well the the food wasn't an issue everybody they were just happy to be involved they were just happy to be in a with whoever person present it was they were just happy to be in this person's presence. Oh, I'm included. They were just happy to be included. But then once the person was like, I'm I'm so I'm the person was just mad I was 
okay i was just happy i was just they don't want me to be okay they don't want me to be happy they don't want me to be comfortable they don't want me to have a smile on my face they don't want me to not have a problem or issue they don't want me to be careless not careless in that way but just like you know i don't have a care in the world everything's great they don't want me to feel like that so every single time you know um they they sense that i'm okay and i'm just not worried about anything and it doesn't matter what you're doing like it's not affecting me every time they sense i'm I'm unaffected they try and do something to affect me they need me to be affected at all times that's where they draw their power so i'm okay i'm doing i'm just i'm chilling i'm doing me and then that's when they notice i'm i'm unaffected and they provoke the person whose food it was to start you know being funny and i I sensed it when it happened and i sensed how corny this person was because they didn't even care they just they were just happy to be in a room with whoever it was and then they started saying like you know they was being real corny and clout chasing talking about the names that they they they're always with and how they are on a certain level already anyways but you know this person this person is kind of harsh so they're kind of like yeah but you're still not nobody you're still this and you're still that and like the person is like, oh, yeah, 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 of course. like, And just accept anything just because it's who it is that said it. It's so corny. It's cloud chasing. But, like, um, it's not even about this person. Like, it doesn't really matter. I just wanted to make it clear that this is the kind of person this person is. And it wasn't ever about the fool. It was never about what was going on. And so that's when, you know, I realized, like, the person, you know, start looking for their food as soon as they say it. Like the person, pretty much the person who was who I was who was the who was doing that. The person who's trying to make me feel any kind of way just because I'm not the kind of person to be like that. Like I don't care. I'm not about to start acting funny towards somebody or start being real weird or start jumping on somebody or just trying to fit in with anybody else just to, you know just to look cool or just to fit in or just to for clout chasing reasons i'm not about to do that because that's so weak i don't care if everybody going against me you just gonna have to you're not about to see me switch up just to impress somebody else unless it's god and this person hates that because they want you to own like i have to prove that you would do that i have to i have to get you to do that like I turn everybody against you, make your life a living hell if you don't do that. And it's like, then you're going to have to do that. That's what you're going to have to do. Because you corny anyways. You corny with these people defending you. You corny without them. You just corny. You don't even, you don't, you're not, you're not nearly as strong as I am. You could never be as strong as I am. And the reason for that is because you need that. You need that. See, I could, I'm I'm willing to go against anybody you put against me. I'm willing to go against everybody you put against me because that's way better than ever sitting around, you know, being like, okay, I'm going to let this person treat me any kind of way just because of who they is. Get, get, who are you? You are not God. You must have lost your mind. Clearly you lost your mind and everybody else is helping you. They ain't doing nothing but enforcing that because of who you are to them. But I don't idolize people. So 
that's kind of what it is. And that's what I've been going through. And this person is kind of like, you know, I think everything about me kind of reminds them of who they're not. But everybody else keeps, you know, helps feed the delusion of who they think they are or who they what they've done this for or why they're in this position. And I'm the person that's just like uh, not even being boldly like I'm going to have to I have to tell you I need you to know it. No, it's just like you noticed it. <laughs> you just noticed it. I wasn't even being I didn't you know, I'm not, I don't have to be screaming at the top of my lungs everywhere I go because you don't matter that much. That's the point. I think it's just noticeable in that way. Everybody else swooning over you and I'm just like okay. Like I'm I it's not even like I'm okay. I'm just like, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Do you know when like some everybody's expecting everybody to be like bowing down to their feet and then it's that one person that's just like, "Huh? What's going on? Oh, yeah, you came in the room. Oh, yeah, who are you again?" And it's not even a who are you again. I know who you are. It's like, so? That's what it is. It's like you're a soul to this person. But to everybody else, it's like, no, it's such and such. And I'm just like, so? And everybody else a cloud chaser. And you don't, I don't know if you, it's like you don't like me or you do. Whatever it is, you're obsessed. And you won't leave me alone. That's what it is. So, everybody's not like that, though. Everybody's not a cloud chaser. Everybody's, everybody's not, but it's, it's usually the people who are also on that level. But if, either they have the same attitude as this person or they just don't care. Very few. No, no, no. I won't say that's not. I, that's It's either or. But very few are like, you know, I'm actually going to do something about it because they're afraid of what will happen. You know, they're afraid to lose you know, whatever clout, whatever attention, whatever, you know, they have. And that's what's on the line. Because this person is just out of control. Out of control, but still under control. Because God got it under control. Under control. So, that's when, you know, they start switching up. And then first they're, they're talking about me. And then the person is like, I don't know, this person's kind of weird. Because, like, their attitude is like... You gonna talk about her when I feel like talking about her, and then if you talk about her and I just I ain't like it or something, or you know, cause I I don't know if I hate her or if I love her. So if you talked about her and I'm just like I might switch up and just start talking about you and dogging you, make you look stupid for doing it. But at the same time, you know, I want you to I want you to talk about her to to help do what it is I'm trying to do, which is kind of like break her down. And it's it's like it's almost like I'm jealous of you. I wish I was brave as you are, but also at the same time, how dare you, how dare you make me question everything about myself just by your pure existence? I feel like that's what it is. That's simply what it is. I don't know how to explain it better than that, but all I know is I hate people like this. I don't don't hate nobody, but oh, I swear I can, like, ugh, ugh, that's how I feel. I feel like, ugh, like, because like, why, why? Like, why not leave me alone? Like, I don't care already. Find somebody who do. All these people that do. You want to bother one that don't. It's annoying. And clearly it's because out of all the the attention and uh, extra special privileges that you get that you claim to love, you hate it. And you wish that more people was actually like me 
But actually, at the same time, when you find somebody like me, you don't do nothing but try and turn them like everybody else. What is wrong with you? You don't even know. That's why stay away from me. Figure yourself out. And so it's that's the problem. That's what comes with not knowing, not not you know, not getting what God got for you. That's what it is. That's how that's how Satan do stuff. He give you something and you you miserable. He don't ever give you real true happiness with it. He gives you a a false sense of it. Then once you need your soul fed, you can't feed your soul because it's it's starved or gone. That's just what it is. And so that's what was going on with this. And like everybody, it feels like is hating me because I'm making that clear. My 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 existence and my and it's not even like me. I'm so this. I'm so that. I'm so flashy. I'm so obvious. No, it's just my needing God, knowing that I need him and being able to admit that being able to admit that my soul is empty without God is making you realize that your soul is empty without God. And so you hate me for it. But it's it's not my you know I can't I'm not about to I'm not about to turn like you because of the pressure because clearly God sent me here for that reason. So, um, you might be wondering well, why are you rambling on what is what does all this have to do with anything? So the person who is around the people who are around us they're they're pretty much going through it too. They're being abused too. It's like they're cloud chasers, so they get treated any kind of way. But they're just going wherever the wind flows. So if the person is like talk about this person they start talking about you or acting funny act, act funny towards this person they start acting funny towards this person jump this person they start jumping this person but then a person will switch after he just at their i don't say he after the person just told you what to do and and just said go do something switch on you and be like who told you to do that because it's not nothing that you could do or couldn't do it's everything that you're not but still this person is upset I don't know how to explain it. This person is upset that they can't find the qualities that's in me in the people that they can control. That's what it is. And so I remember just like I was going through it. And I was just like, you know, I was going through the flip floppy with people, people trading on me, switching on me, you know, doing whatever it is. And then ultimately, you know, what ended up happening was I was like, I don't care. Like, that's just, you know, people are just corny. And I'm realizing it's more people corny than I even thought. I thought it would be more real, more real people. Like people, you know, I get it. Like I get it's hard to stand against the whole world. I get it. It's hard to just only have God in your corner. Like I'm still battling that. But at the at the end of the day, ultimately, you know, I'm alone in battling that most of the time, most of the time. And so even when, you know, people decide to be on my side, only to a certain extent, because if it means going like, you know, fully without that, fully against that, fully rebel. Like, you can't do it. You won't be able to. It's okay, though. Like, I'm not judging you. I'm not making it seem like I'm better than you. It's just the truth. And me saying the truth is like, okay, well, I don't know. It feels like it affects people. But anyways, regardless of anything, that's not... The most important part, the most important part is, so this is when I realized that it wasn't actually me. Like I, I felt this presence around me and I felt this presence, you know, actually attacking me the whole time through my body, in my body. But I can feel this all day. This is what I go through. But like, 
and and Marcus Rogers his video popped up on my on my timeline on my YouTube timeline about the other head the guy with the two heads one in the front and one in the back and the and the other head was demonic. All day he complained to doctors that the head had a had a real personality. It laughs. It cries. It's it's it has real human emotions and it's demonic. It's so evil. All it does is tell it to do tell him to do bad things all day and all night. It's a demonic head with a demonic personality. He has to hear it all day and the night until and he begged every doctor that w- that ever existed to remove it, but no doctor would dare until ultimately he killed himself. And that's what it feels like. That's what this that's what this this individual feels like. This individual I want I'm not killing myself, but this individual feels like all day, all night, I have to hear demonic stuff. I have to stif- suffer through demonic stuff. And it's like they say the most demonic things. They do the most demonic things. They are capable of the most demonic thoughts and actions. And it's sick. Nobody would even want to be bothered with it. And I have to suffer through it. I have to suffer through it. Um, his take on it was, you know, somebody may be showing you one face and not showing you the other face. But my take on it was what I'm going through. This is who I am. And then there's this person attacking me. And it's not about not showing you this other face. That's not me. That's literally not me. I'm not reflective of this person's actions, thoughts, or, you know, personality or character. I have nothing to do with the different stuff they think, say, or do. I would never do it. I'm okay with it. I'm fighting it constantly. But I have to suffer through it for some odd reason. God chose this fight for me. That's what it is. That's simply what it is. That's all it is. Because if we were able to be separated, I promise you, we would never be in the same room. And that's just what it is. And that's how I understand the the man with two heads. Now, I kind of understand it. And I feel like it wasn't always like this. So maybe God wanted me to, you know, kind of understand that man. Because I always, after seeing him, like, hmm, that's interesting. And I do believe that that was true, that that head was demonic. It looked demonic. But, like, I wonder what, it, what he had to go through. I wonder what that was truly like. I never doubted for one second he was telling the truth. But, um... Everybody else, you know, thought he was not thought he was crazy, but everybody else is like, no, nah, we don't know if that's true. We don't ever hear it talk. You know, if it's it does smile, but we don't ever, you know, we don't know what it's saying to you. And he's like, I can hear it. It's so wicked. And so I believe that God gave Marcus Rogers that vision um, because. Well, I want—I I believe he wanted Marcus Rogers to give his perspective on it, but I think that that was meant to get to me, you know, because I had asked, but God didn't show me, and you know, He works like that because we have to all come together, or we prophesy in part. We have to all come together, put it together, and make it whole. We have puzzle pieces. We have to put the puzzle pieces together and complete the puzzle. That's what it's about. That's why I believe it's important for us to be on YouTube and tell and or on podcasts or on this and or on, you know, social media and telling about the different things God revealed to us so that we can put the puzzle pieces together no matter where we are. But also. OK, so the rest of the vision, because I feel like I'm I'm rambling on. So the rest of the vision, I'm chilling. I'm like, whatever. This is how everybody's acting They're They're night and day with me because they're just following you and they're just doing what you tell them to do. And they're just. 
And honestly, they get the instant karma because the same thing that the person does to me, one second they're on my side, next second they're turning everybody against me. They do the same thing to them, but they just go with it. I'm just like, whatever. I don't like, I'm not ever going to, I would never, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't want to say never because, you know, never say never, but at the same time, I, I would never think that was okay. I would never be okay with that. That's simply not who I am, period. And, I feel like you see that or like you're just obsessed with changing that about me. You want to control somebody who you feel like you can't control. It's kind of a sick fetish. It's kind of more common than you think, though. It's more common for somebody who's able to control any and everything around them to run into somebody they're not able to control and to be driven crazy by it. That's what it is. That's how it goes. I can control any and everybody around me. How dare you, you know, not be able not be controlled by me? How dare you not allow me to control you? I will use everybody I control to make you allow me to control you. That's what it is. It's a power power struggle. But anyways, um, the other person very well may be the kind of person that's like, just because everybody's around you being controlled by you, I would never bow down to your authority. The person very well may be that, but usually that's kind of the person that would bow down to the authority. It's like, eventually, but also... But no, this is real. This has to be somebody who really does not care. Like, it mean, like literally, if you walked away right now with all your power and all your control, they would just move on with their life like you, I don't know, not like you never existed. It existed, but, you know, they would just move on with their life and you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to affect anything. And you can't stand that because as soon as you're not looking, they're not caring. And so you won't go. And that's simply what it is. And, and I'm sure a lot of people will deny it. Whatever, that's not true. You're not telling it how I see it. You're not telling it. You're not telling the real truth, etc. But it's like, okay, if I'm not telling the real truth, then go tell your truth somewhere else and leave me out of it. Why do my side of the story even matter to you? That's the point. That's what I'm saying. You care so much what I think, and I don't care what you think. That's what it is. But um, ultimately, so this guy, the guy who was on the radio with the with the um person, I feel like I remember growing up. They're all doing whatever they're doing, like being cloud chasers, and I'm like, whatever, I'm minding my business, like whatever, it doesn't bother me. I'm gonna just do me, and I'm just doing me. And then that's when um, the guy walked past, and he takes something of mine's, and it's just like a casing. It's just a case. It's just like a what is it like a a clear bag it's not even like it's like a little a clear case like for like a card or something just something to hold something in but it's it's better than a, just a a plastic bag it's more like a lamp it's like lamination like laminated a laminated type casing and he takes it and he's like i'm gonna put my my i'm, a, I'm not gonna lie i'm gonna tell you how the vision really went i'm gonna put my weed in this i'm put my i'm put my cigars in this and so that's when um, I was just like, that's mine. But then I was like, no, it's okay. You can have it. I don't care. It's not that big a deal. And then, you know, this person was super cool, though. Super cool. So I was like, before they left, I was like, hey, but like, you know, let me such and such. Let me let me get, Um, I think I said I wanted some weed. But before I said that, I felt something tell me, like, you don't smoke weed. Don't say that. Then I was like. No, I was like, don't tell me what to say. I feel like saying that. So, honestly, like, I knew I did not smoke weed. 
But for some reason, I felt it was necessary to still say that to get to the bottom of what was going on and what was happening. Because I was like, I know this is, it's like, I need this to prove to myself that, you know, this is somebody. Like, there's somebody doing this. I don't know how to explain it. There's somebody doing this, but I don't know. I guess, like, me, if I would have said it anyways, I'm just like, you know, what are you going to do about it? I want to see what you're going to do because that's only going to be more, that's going to add to more research about, not research, that's just going to add to more, you know, of me knowing the kind of stuff that you do to prove to myself because all you do is deny that you're this kind of person. You're kind of just trying to make it seem like you're not this kind of person and you are, you're controlling. So I said it anyways, like, and I, and I knew I wouldn't, I wasn't going to smoke the weed. I knew I didn't really want to smoke the weed, but I'm like, if I want to, I will. Who are you? You don't control me, you don't run me. And so I asked for the weed anyways, and the person is like, no, you don't need that. But it was just out of genuine concern. Like, you, you, you know, don't let nobody provoke you to do that when that's not what you do. And it's not like that person's trying to control me. That person is really genuinely looking out for me, I could tell. But it's not that I could, like, lean on this person. It's just, like, one of those cool people in passing, honestly. Like, because if this person, you know, was, like, really, like, I don't know. This person probably did what they could. But all I know is I was just like, you're right, my bad. And then the person was like, no, you don't have to apologize. And then, like, the person who was, like, I feel like trying to control me was like, don't ask them this, don't ask them that, don't do this, and being very abusive. And the person who I was asking, it was like, no, don't listen to that. You don't have to hear that. And then I remember the person was like, so you still hanging out with punks, I see. He's like, because that's a punk. And he said it dead to the person's face. And then dared the person to say something back to him. But the person wouldn't have said nothing to him because this person didn't need him for anything. This person was in a position to where that, that person could ruin anything that this person had or control anything that this person had or control the people around. And this person was already had his own clout, already was in his own position, had his own money and was on the same level, if not higher than this person to the point where it's like, you don't you're not going to do me like that. You can go and try to do that with somebody else who you know you can do that to, but you ain't, you ain't going to do that to me because you know better. And this person did call them a punk right in their face. And it was like, as soon as I realized, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Still hanging around punks. I ain't hanging around nobody. And then immediately I realized this is somebody right here telling me all this stuff. They're hiding they're hiding. And that's what I was saying the whole time they're hiding. If it was just so obvious that, you know, they were doing that, then I would just leave them around them if I could. But this person, it's not a I'm not around this person. This person is around me. They're following me. They're attached to me. They're literally, you know, bothering me. I can't like if I could get away from them, I would literally I feel like I've been trying my hardest to just get away from them. But they're following me. They're bothering me. They're attached to me. <laughs> and all the drama and problems that come with them. And it's so annoying. And everyone else is jealous of me. Like, I want them to be attached to me. Like, I don't, I, like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't rather them be attached to you. You're jealous of abuse. You can have it. That's how I feel. But this person... Even though they can go abuse somebody who, who is open to their abuse and wants to be abused by them, they want to abuse the person who doesn't. Typical abuser. 
But ultimately, you know, as soon as I realized that this person, you know, felt stupid 